0: Okay, so uh, first off, a couple things. Happy Wednesday morning, Substackers! I hope I caught you before your drive to work. Actually, if I'm, I guess if I'm hoping here, and we're living in a fantasy world, I hope you didn't have to go to work today. I hope that either uh, you are, you just found a ton of money. Maybe you want a scratch off ticket. And you don't have to go to work anymore. That would be ideal while I'm sitting here hoping. But I guess that if you didn't find a scratch off or if some distant relative hadn't just died and sort of Matthew crawled you. Those of you who follow Downton Abbey know what I'm talking about. Uh, if that didn't happen to you and you have to go to work, I do hope. That it's a good day at work. Like I said, I hope I caught you here. And I can give you a nice little ride in to your office. I hope your boss isn't a stinky doodoo head today. If your boss is prone to being a stinky doodoo head, that is. If you have a really sweet boss, good for you. But I know at the end of the day, it's still work, and um, it sucks. I, I'm first off, I'm. Uh, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> Genuinely, I don't know how you do it. I'm so thankful that uh, being in the entertainment business worked out for me because while I do work a lot a lot of hours I'm not uh, constricted I guess as it were to the nine to five and I can sort of set my own schedule and like you know the thing is is I do probably have about eight eight or nine hours of things to do in the day but if I sleep till 11 well I can just stay up a little bit uh, if you're that fortunate then uh, hooray we're the same but if not you're on your way to work right now. hope it's a wonderful wonderful day I think that the last time I checked in on the working world I've been kind of out of that world for a long time but Wednesday was what everyone referred to as hump day so so you're you're here guys you're you're at the hump I'm sure we all remember that stupid geico commercial that I haven't thought of in forever and you probably haven't either and now you're thinking of it. And I'm so sorry. But regardless, I want to check in this morning, share some thoughts. One thing, and um, I try... I'm about to say a stupid thing. I was going to say I try not to be political. I really do. I swear to God, I do not want to be the political guy. And if any of y'all knew me before the 2016 election, you would know that I was not. I've always been someone who I enjoy talking about societal issues and I have my opinions and I do my best to speak up for the things that I believe in, but in my opinion, they were all, they were never like political. It was just like, yeah, look, man, there's a moral right and there's a moral wrong. And it does seem though that as the, I've gotten older and the years have gone by, it does seem like there's not as much gray area in the parties anymore. It kind of seems like, yeah, if if you are morally right, then you're probably going to vote a certain way. And I know that's me putting myself up on a pedestal that I shouldn't, and I apologize for alienating the two of you conservatives who are on here listening. I just really, I just genuinely don't see how you could look at yourself in the mirror with every single one of your representatives and senators and congressmen being a, a, if not a complete fascist themselves, but being, working for fascism and at least turning a blind eye to fascism. Like if you, oh God, I know I'm gonna make some people mad, but like, if you identify as a conservative Republican right now, and then you say, "Oh, but I, I'm a I'm a good person. I'm for equal rights and stuff." Well, saying that you are for something and actually acting upon it are two completely different things. So, in my opinion, if you were like, "I can't be a Democrat," that's fine. But like, then just be nothing. That is that is a far better option right now because I'm watching some of these debates across the country for representative uh elections and congressional elections and stuff like that and dude I genuinely it there used to be a time when like at least the politics and they are lying but like the Republican people would like go up there and they would they would say all these things that they were gonna do and then you knew you're like well they're not gonna do that but now it's like they're saying the quiet part out loud if that makes sense like I don't hate uh like okay, There is like there's the Republican okay, no, let me go back there. There's the Democrat that ever that the Republicans like to pretend exists, which is like every they're like every Democrat is a basement dwelling, uh, blue-haired lesbian on a pogo stick that makes money off of the government and still is on their parents' cell phone plan. There's that person. And obviously that person exists, but for the most part, every Democrat that I know is just a pretty regular down the line, listen, I'm just not down with fascism, and uh, I don't really uh, dig the way that this other party is trying to put us back into the 1860s, and it seems like they would bring back slavery if nobody would stop them. Pretty much, I I know most Democrats I know are pretty moderate, and I feel like I actually swing a little further left than that, but Whatever, for the sake of what I'm saying, most Democrats I know are moderate, right? And most Democratic politicians... Are super moderate. And what Republicans always try to do is they go, oh, yeah, well, that's what they say. But what happens is they want to actually get in office and then they're going to bring the socialism to you. They're Trojan horsing moderate Democratic policies only so that they can get in the White House or get in Congress and then immediately unhatch their grand socialist scheme. And I would like to say to that person, oh, did Obama do that <laughs> like you thought he was going to? No. Obama was one of the most conservative Democrats there were. Most Democrats I know, their main problem with Obama is that he was not liberal enough. I've heard Trey Crowder say that a million times. Has Joe Biden done that? No, Joe Biden in so many aspects is basically a conservative. So my point is, is that conservatives seem to hate not really what Democrats are, but what they think Democrats could be what they think Democrats are hiding as. Whereas when it comes to Republicans, I hate the shit that they say out loud and the thing that they are. Do you know what I'm? Does that make any sense to anybody? Like they say the quiet part out loud so much now. Like, they are just, they will just straight up get on stage and be like, I think we should electroshock gay people because I love Jesus. Are you kidding? Like, they will, like, that was like Mike Pence literally ran on some shit like that. And I'm not saying that there aren't socialist Democrats out there that would love this country to go full socialist. Of course there are. But, like, those are never the popular candidates. You can't be a popular candidate, and run on that. I promise. I wish that you could, but you can't. Something super progressive that I just saw that prompted me to hop on here and talk to you while you were on your way to work was that Joe Biden was making um, abortion legislation a priority before next the, the, the next election. And I got to tell you, that was wonderful to see. It was actually wonderful to see a Democrat Take a thing that Democrats like and run with it instead of what they normally do, which is, oh, we've got to we got to try to meet the Republicans in the middle and we got to do something that Re- Republicans would like and we've got to reach across the aisle. Dude, fuck every bit of that. All right. And I say that because when is the last time? a Republican was like, I'm going to reach the reach across the aisle and do something that my democratic constituents would like. Never. You've never ever in a million years heard that they don't do it. They stay on the same team, dog. They do their shit. They don't care about you. I talked in a video the other day about how I don't think Democrats care about you either in that. And what I mean by that is at a certain level in politics, once you get far up, I think that these people get like, like some sort of amoeba crawls into their brain, right? And they're no longer a person. They're just a power hungry lobbyist in their own right for some corporation that's going to fund their candidacy or uh, at the very least give them a place to fall back on when their political career is over and they inevitably go back into the private sector as they all are want to do. I do believe that. You know, at the end of the day, super, super long term political people could at least have the same motives. But the only difference is, is that at least maybe it's that the Democrats tell the better lies. I don't know. There's clearly some of them are lies because they'll run on one thing. Oh, I'm going to codify this. I'm going to codify this. And then they don't because they don't want to upset the Republicans that, that, that might vote for them. They're never going to vote for you, buddy. But my point is is that like at least on paper, the things that Democrats say out loud, I agree with and agree with the policy that they try to enact. With Republicans, I do not believe in the things that they say out loud. And for the love of God, think about this. If that is what the Republicans, if the Republicans are willing to out loud, to out loud say things like, you know, trans rights don't matter or... Or, or or actually white people get killed at a more alarming rate by the police. All these outright fucking lies and horseshit that is just meant to undermine minorities and marginalized groups and make their struggles seem like they aren't important. If that's the stuff that they are saying out loud, what in God's name do you think? that they are saying in their Republican-only committee meetings or that they're saying to each other on the golf course or that they're saying to each other on some sort of private email server that we don't know of. I genuinely can't even fathom it because, again, they say the quiet part out loud now. Maybe they don't have any other thoughts beside that. Maybe that is as bad as they get, but they put their badness out in full display. But that's the reason that I... I just can't buy into the whole, like, oh, both parties are both evil and you shouldn't vote for either one. Like, dude, at the end of the day, I wish so bad that we had five to six parties and there wasn't a monopoly on the two, but God damn it, we don't. We don't right now. And with female reproductive rights hanging in the balance, and, you know, once they come for those and then they're coming for gay people getting married, and you don't know how far back they're going to go until we get back to the Jim Crow era that they so long for, where the Make America Great Again rally first started being said, well, or maybe after that. I know it was David Duke's campaign slogan. David Duke, for the love of God, if he was to run in Louisiana right now, he would have had a better chance probably than he would have had back in the 80s and 90s when he ran. Because back then, he had to hide the fact that he was in the Ku Klux Klan, which, by the way, he didn't hide it that well. It was found out. But, like, I genuinely think that now, if he just ran as a reformist, some of these people would be like, hey, the guy's got some good ideas. And, like, why shouldn't this be a white nationalist country? I mean, we were the ones that were here first anyways. It's bananas, y'all. It's bananas. But back to the positive point. I love so much that Joe Biden has said that he's going to make abortion rights a priority because, I mean, say what you will about the guy, but I think that takes balls for him and I think it takes balls for the the party because that there could not be a more divisive issue than that. And now I, in my brain, I'm almost thinking like a politician and going like, oh, guys, I don't know if that was the right move. <laughs> That's, that's super, uh, you're not, but, but again, then I'm, I'm contradicting what I said earlier in that I think that instead of Democrats running on, uh, oh, let's try to make everybody happy and all that stuff, if you just tried to rile up the actual base, there's people out there, there's enough Democrat, you can see in the popular vote, Every single year, every every year that I've ever been alive, I'm pretty sure, the Democrat has won the popular vote. And if it wasn't for the Electoral College, the Republican wouldn't have gotten in. So you know there's a ton of people out there. Now, granted, you have to mobilize them in specific states so that you can win in the Electoral College, but still, instead of running on, let's try to swing all these Republicans over this way, or these the mythical moderate that I don't even believe exists— why don't you just rile up the base and get the Democrats who sometimes are lazy and won't go vote for you unless you're as radical as as they want you to be? Be that radical person, man. Get the base riled up. Change the party. Don't make the Democratic Party what it is now, which is borderline Republican light. Not in the uh, not in the moral sense, but sometimes in the fiscal sense, I suppose. I don't know, man. A lot of Democrats I see now, I'm like, yeah, that just seems like a Republican to me that uh, likes black people a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? But I saw that news that Biden was going to prioritize abortion rights, and uh, it made me a little hopeful. So I'm going to share that with you on your way into work today. If you don't like these random sporadical podcasts that have uh, nothing to do with anything, you can feel free to skip over them. But if you do enjoy them, then I'll keep doing more of them because I like hearing myself talk. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you being here at parttimefunnyman.com. Remember uh, for the five bucks a month, you're going to get bonus things. Um, I'm going to be doing more of these podcasts. I also am working on two new podcasts, one of which is going to take me several, several months to do. I'm, uh, I'm not And I'm not even going to tell you what it is because I think that's bad luck. But the other podcast that I'm working on that's going to be a Substack exclusive, the working title for it I have right now is called Joel Osteen is a Piece of Shit. That's what the podcast is going to be called. And it's basically going to be as advertised. I'm going to watch the 700 Club, uh, check out Pat Robertson, watch Joel Osteen stuff, and uh, rip on them for being the uh, pieces of shit hypocrites that they are, because that would be fun to me. It's not going to be a podcast for atheists, really. It's going to be a podcast for people like me who grew up in the church and became disillusioned with it and see Joel Osteen and all these people as even worse versions of the thing we grew up with. So if you'd like that, then tell me about it in the comments. Give me some encouragement, and I'll get it done. But either way, uh, essay this week, More podcasts this week. I love y'all so much. Thank you for being here. And remember, if you can't afford the $5 a month, just email buttercreamcory at gmail.com, and I'll take care of you. No questions asked. I love you. Bye.